Welcome back to the Siblings Movie Review Podcast. I'm your host, Rashad. Joining me, as always, is my sister, Rashana. Hello. And my wife, Mika. Hey, hey. All right. Today, we're going to review the movie Plane, which is currently in theaters. This is going to be a full spoiler review. Plane is starring Gerard Butler, Mike Coulter, who is from Marvel's Luke Cage fame. And Plane is directed by Jean-Francois Richet. A pilot finds himself caught in a war zone after he is forced to land his commercial aircraft during a terrible storm. Okay, so my initial thoughts of this is that this is just a classic, you know, uh, Gerard Butler style movie. It's, it's. I think he actually has a producer credit on the movie. This is him all the way, which I love. I'm, I'm a big fan of Gerard Butler. You know, of course, 300, but of, you know, some of his other, some of my favorites as well, like uh, most recent one was Greenland. I think that came out actually in 2020. But, you know, I like those style of movies. And this one, uh, you know, it's it's similar. It's nothing new as far as the plot or the stories, nothing that we haven't seen before, but it just works. It's just a fun movie. Um, I enjoyed watching it in the theater. I, I, I love the action. I'm an action guy. I always love an action or adventure type movie. So this is right up my alley. Yeah, it was, it was, it was enjoyable to watch. Yes. I, I love the, the storyline, the premise of the movie. It was a, it was a realistic situation. I mean, you know, a plane goes down in a, you know, war zone type area where, you know, Americans or whoever, you know, people are in that situation become a commodity. And, you know, those terrorist type people use, you know, those human beings, you know, it's a sad situation, but some countries are like that. They're lawless and they just, they don't have no government structure. So any time that, you know, they're faced with a situation like that, they use human beings as leverage to get whatever they want, money, power, resources, whatever. So it was very realistic premise and watching it play out in the theater was very entertaining. So I really enjoyed it. I, I don't really have much to say. You know, it wasn't you know, the plot. Was, like I said, it was very basic and simple. It was. Yeah, it wasn't. No, there, that's one thing I guess that was missing other than, you know, it was enjoyable to watch, but there was no real twist. Yeah. And there was no really aha that happened. Yeah. You know, they weren't, they weren't fooling you. It was just a straightforward movie with a pretty, pretty um, easy to follow story. Yes. And again, my favorite thing, the last thing I'll play is that I love the performances. I thought, uh, of course, Gerard Butler was good. He played the character character Brody Torrance. Um, I liked Mike Mike Coulter as well. Um, you know, it was the him playing the prisoner. I, I didn't really believe because I know him to be a superhero, so it was odd to see him in that kind of a role. But you know, they kept saying he was you know like a very dangerous man, and they, he had to be cuffed on the plane and everything. But once he got you know out of the situation where he he kind of was in the normal hero role, it felt natural. So I was like, hmm. oh, okay. That that, that worked. So you don't so you're saying that you really don't see him outside of a superhero role. Well I mean in a he, like a hero really role. Like like uh not just a superhero but an uh, you know like if he was like playing like an officer or a fireman or something to that effect. I didn't see him as like a necessary bad guy or a guy that needed to be handcuffed on a plane because he was like a threat. He didn't come off to me like that 
And I don't know if that's just typecasting or just how they portrayed him in this movie. But, you know, once he got outside of that and, you know, he was he teamed up with uh, Gerard Butler's character. I was like, okay, so that he's more natural in that role. Hmm. And I also loved uh, Tom Goldwyn's uh, character. Tony Goldwyn? No, it's is it Tony or Tom? It's Tony Goldwyn. Tony Goldwyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved his character as well because <laughs> he was kind of like, he played Scarsdale. Yeah, David Scarsdale is his name. And he was kind of like, uh, he worked for the airline. Crisis Intervention. Yeah, Crisis Intervention. And he was so such a straight shooter. Like some of the yeah. stuff that he was saying had me dying. Like he was just like, I'm going to tell it like it is and y'all ain't going to do none of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed his performances. But yeah, that's that's about all I got to say about it. For sure. So, um, yeah, so I'm a, a fan of Tony Godwin as well, um, or Goldwyn rather. Um, I really, really enjoyed his character mm-hmm. in Scandal. Yeah. Um, he did an amazing job with that series. He was the president. What, what was uh, his name? Do you remember his name? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in Scandal. Yeah. Okay. I, that, I wouldn't put two and two together. Yeah. It's been right. so long, so I can't remember yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was the president in that, um, in that series. That was a very good series by Shonda Rhimes. Um, they did a phenomenal job. So I've enjoyed his character since I, uh, for myself, as were introduced to him in that particular series. Um, but he played a very, very good role. He was very matter of fact, sp- uh, spoke his mind, um, all of those things within this movie playing. Um, they called him Fitz. Fitzgerald Grant was his name. Oh, yeah. Oh, for to- Scandal. Tony mm-hmm. Godwin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I am a very huge fan of Gerard Butler. Um, I've been rolling with him for a while. I enjoyed his movie, 300, Greenland, Law Abiding Citizen. Oh, yeah, it was um, a Law Abiding Citizen. Last Seen Alive. Um, I'm a huge fan of London Has Fallen, Angel Has Fallen, Olympus Has Fallen. Those are my kind of movies. Oh, wow. I yeah. love I love the action. Um, to me, he's kind of like what we see Denzel in as like the equalizer. He's mm-hmm. that, He always plays that role that is making sure that he's there to protect and to take care of his family or who whatever it is that he is caring for. You know, in these particular movies, it may have been the president or it may be his family, but he's just that one that just takes that lead. And he's a and he knows how to defend himself. He knows how to fight. He's he's very well trained. So in within this movie playing, he was obviously very well trained. He knew his job. He knew the logistics of his job mm-hmm. and he knew how to land the plane and do whatever it is that he needed to do. He displayed that he was taking care of all of his passengers. That was like his number one thing that they really display. We've seen a lot of different movies that have had plane crashes and different things like that. But I really enjoyed uh, watching his character just unfold within this movie. He was a fighter. He was determined. Um, So that really, really just kind of just spoke volumes to me. Um, I enjoyed uh, also uh, seeing Mike uh, uh, Coulter as well within this movie. I'm used to calling him Lucas Cage as well, but I really enjoyed their, (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the chemistry that, uh, that, that they did display. You know, I was kind of taken back because I was the way that they were kind of setting, uh, Mike's character up, you know, I was kind of expecting a little more danger from, from his side, you know, as the movie was beginning, but as the movie was unfolding, you know, he really wasn't a threat to them at all because he had to obviously join arms to, in order to protect everybody that was on this plane because they're trying to survive um, all those that were coming after them and trying to attack. So I really, really enjoyed the chemistry that he brought to the movie as well. So this was overall a very good movie for me. It had a lot of 
a lot of action. Um, I, it kind of kept me on my toes. I was very much awake, alert, very engaged. Um, just a lot of, lot of action packed. Um, and like we said, a lot of realistic, uh, situations. And to look at, you know, Gerard Butler's role in this movie, you know, when you're in a position or, uh, where you are having to deal with a real life issue, you know what I'm saying? He was able, they were just displaying you know, what decisions that he would have had to make that any of us would have to try to make if we were in those particular situations. And yeah. I think he just did a, a, a really Thought well great job. Feet, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, and you know, he didn't have to necessarily get authority from anybody else. He just basically took the lead to do whatever it is that he had to do to make it work. You know what I'm saying? And it, it worked out. So it was overall a very great movie to watch. And I would definitely watch it again for sure. Yeah. So uh, me, you know, normally I try to give you the outline of the story here. So basically the story begins with Captain Brody Torrance. Again, he's the cap, the pilot, main pilot uh, for the movie plane. And he's trying to get home for a New Year's Eve to be with his daughter. Um, Him and his daughter, you kind of get the sense that they have like a strained relationship. Um, It's later told to us within the like within that first frame within that first 30 minutes or so that the wife had passed three years earlier. Um, And uh, so, you know, he's just really trying to make sure that he keeps a bond with his daughter because his daughter, he lives in, um, did he say? Uh, Yeah. He said he lives in Scotland. Yeah. Or or, yeah. Some, something to that effect. He lived in another daughter was in in California. California. Yeah. Yeah. She was going to college, you know, so he's trying to get home, make sure he gets home in time to be with his daughter and then he is approached by an officer who is in the midst of, and some other people that are in the midst of transporting the fugitive, which is Mike Coulter's character, and his name is Gasper. And so he's all chained up and, you know, you 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 put yourself in the shoes of the people that are passengers on that plane yeah. and what you would do. It's a pretty thin flight because it's on a holiday. Yeah, it was on uh, New Year's Day and or so New Year's Eve. There were only like 15 people on the plane. Yeah. And so when you see somebody coming into your plane, walking all the way back to the back aisle in handcuffs, you're going to be suspicious. You're going to be asking questions depending on, you know, your perception of things. You're going to be wondering, well, who is this man? And why is he traveling on a commercial flight? Why would they have a fugitive, you know, on their plane? And so, you know, as part of protocol, uh, the officer has a conversation with the pilot about it. And the pilot tells the assistant pilot and, you know, they agree to keep it quiet. They don't yeah. want to um, alarm the uh, passengers. the passengers with, you know, they don't want to, you know, make a scene or anything. Then um, the air gets a little choppy and the turbulence gets overly aggressive. Yeah. And the officer ends up being smacked up into the ceiling and collapses to the ground. Now, later, I find out that there was a flight attendant that also ha- that happened to um and they died they yeah. like died yeah. on impact you know i have flown many planes i have been i think the furthest i ever flew was into hawaii and that was a six-hour flight which was about the same hour t- of time they were supposed to be on their flight mm-hmm. and you know it's just always you you never want to have to witness something like that so basically what happens is the lightning hits the it's one of the engines. Yeah. Um, and, and it fries like the circuitry. It fries like mm-hmm. the circuit, yeah. So they have an electrical malfunction. Mm-hmm. And then the captain goes to check on the passengers. He can't reach the p- command center because the lightning hits the plane. 
and the the prisoner is asking for the cuffs to be removed. But this is before the that the officer dies. Yeah. Um, and so then um, the the captain tells the flight attendant to tell the passengers that they're gonna have to ditch the plane, and then they end up landing in some grassy area in Indonesia. Is that was where they Indonesia? are? I, I couldn't remember. Or no, they it was in the Philippines. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, Philippines. They was in the yeah. Philippines, mm-hmm. and so they have to like. Uh, dump fuel because what I've learned is that fuel holds weight on a plane and so they have to like dump part of their fuel in order for them to land safely and so the um, the airline is back at their command center in New York trying to you know get the coordinates and find out their logistics and everything in order to send them aid and somewhere along the line they discover that they can't send them aid because of the lawless nature of this Philippines land like there's no government there's no embassy for the United States. Yeah. There is ran by some dude who is very self-righteous and very arrogant. Mm-hmm. Um, and he calls, he says that the Americans or the people that ended up landing in his territory are his mm-hmm. people now. And he's just a really ruthless, he kind of reminds me of like a drug lord Yeah. Um, in, in his mentality. Yeah. Um, like he's p- very possessive and it's like, I guess in this little territory that he has rulership over, he's, you know, he got a bunch of flunkies and servants that just kind of, you know, be into his command or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so Tony Goldwyn, again, he's the one who's, you know, kind of making making the moves um, in New York. Gerard Butler's character, Captain Torrance, he gets a hold of a phone and he ends up calling um, his daughter and he ends up calling like a customer service line. For like the um, for, for like the the, like for the for the pilots, yeah. and I got really frustrated yeah. at that point because that, the woman that was on the phone, yeah. that was she was asking for her badge number. I'm like, you effing stupid! Realistic. Why, why, <laughs> why would you be asking for a badge number? Right. Come on. And this man just told you he's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right. You know, so the story goes on. Um, you know, and there's you know they're they're fighting back and forth. You know, and again, like Tamika was saying, you know, to make sure that Gerard Butler's character, he's basically the protector of his passengers. And he makes sure, you know, that they get back on the plane safely, that they end up flying to a a runway that is, you know, where it's more civilized, you know. And so I really enjoyed the flow of the story. There were some things that just kind of didn't work for me, like... Mike Coulter's character, Gaspar, in the end, he, like, decides, he sees this bag full of cash, which I guess they had to, like, maybe bribe somebody. Yeah, the the tactical team that came to rescue him had a bag of money that they were going to use to help leverage, I think it was, they said it was, like, a half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Which never came into play. Yeah. yeah, that never, we never even, we never the only visual we had was that money. Yeah. We never really knew. We kind of, it was kind of left up to us to figure out. Yeah how that was going to go. So, yeah, it never came into play. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was kind of odd or off-putting that it was like a nod between him and and, uh, Captain Torrance that Gaspar was going to stay in in that land with that cash. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, well, how is he going to get away from these... Hell yes. Yeah. You know, how he's going to live among them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bribe them with American dollars. What's that going to do? I mean, well, I just, it just. American dollars carry a lot of weight. Yeah. But I mean, I just had a lot of questions, yeah, you know, like he was a fugitive and he was going to be, you know, off in this land. But how was, I was just really questioning how he was going to survive. Right. So. I mean, he made the statement that, you know, 
I'm not going to be able, you know, I'm not going to be able to get on that plane with you. Oh, right. Like, he did say that. You yeah. know, so he said, so he said that and it was, it was like clear, but I guess in my mind, you know, on the same lines of what you're saying, I would have thought that because he was in the fight with the people that they would have written it in a way that where he would have got on the, on the plane, he would have got a deal or something. Yeah. Like because, it would have parted him yeah, to some degree. Because again, if you look at the situation, you know, they were literally fighting for their lives and trying to yeah. find guns to be able to survive and, mm. you know, and hold their own. So what is this one man going to do on these people's land? Because I'm sure there's more of them. Now the ringleader did get blasted, but still, you know what I'm saying? You're on these other people's land. So what, what what's he going to do with some money? Right. If they don't take it from them, you know yeah. What I'm so I didn't quite get that part. So some some of this some of this movie kind of remind me of a telling Rashad that some of the movie reminded me of Speed with uh, Sandra right. Bullock. <laughs> Speed Just, on a plane. Speed on a plane is what I named it because <laughs> um, it just had some elements that you know were there. We were there for the ride. We were there for the journey, but some of it just didn't work. Yeah. So I mean, that was my you know whole take of the movie. Um, very entertaining, yeah. engaging. Just a little basic when it came to the story is how I felt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll wrap it up and go ahead and uh, give our uh, final thoughts and our scores. Um, go ahead, Mika. Uh, well, for me, it's it's a five. Um, again. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it a five because I am truly Wait, a what did giraffe. You give, uh... The woman thing. She gave it a five. Gave it a five. Well, listen. Well, listen. I'm a I'm a Gerard Butler fan. You know. <laughs> yeah, she likes these. On people. top, I I, 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 like, I love I like him. I love his too. character. He is a, he does an amazing job. But he brings it every time. Like whenever I watch his movies, yeah. I know he's gonna bring it. When you watch Denzel, you know Denzel's gonna. Yeah, bring you know. You, it. So just some me, people, you know, they're gonna bring it. So yeah. for me, when I see his movies, I know he's gonna bring it because he is an amazing actor. He's very good at his craft. He is believable, mm-hmm. and and he's just good at. What what he does like every character that he has you know there are a lot of there are a lot similar but that's why we love him that's why we love Denzel because of what Denzel brings so for me it was a five because this is kind of like my kind of movie I like the suspense yeah. I like the action mm-hmm. I like kind of being on edge and you already see what's getting ready to happen next it was a great movie to me so I loved it all the way around um you know in spite of the little kinks of not understanding the you know, my culture situation at the end and all that, you know, that definitely doesn't take away um, what I loved about the movie. So I thought it was good overall. It definitely kept me engaged and I would definitely love to see it again. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not as going to be as generous. Um, <laughs> and that's all right. I'm, I'm going to give it a three. And it's because, yeah. you know, I would have liked to have seen the story punched up a little more. There was a lot of fighting. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that's a Gerard Butler movie. Yeah, there was a lot of fighting and the and the uh the dude over over that land um in the Philippines. He was he's he just gave me drug lord vibes. He yeah. was like really ruthless mm-hmm. and he was he just would kill, you know. Yeah. And it's like you protect your land. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. The level of protection he had for his land and it was really to me it wasn't even about his people it was about him yeah and so you know and and the and the other issue that didn't work for me was gaspar he was he was to be labeled as some ruthless fugitive um but he was captured you know and um they were extraditing him back into the states basically i think somehow he was going to go back to america Right. Um, and of course, we just we didn't see that, mm-hmm. you know. So for those two things, the development of the 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 villain, you know, and who they were trying to make the villain, mm-hmm. it just it could have been a little bit more for me. So for that reason, I'm giving it a three. Okay, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'll give it a three as well. Again, like I said in the beginning, it was just a classic 
Gerard Butler movie. Like all his movies, they're solid. You know, they're all solid movies. Um, you know, he's he's made some some couple of Netflix movies that weren't great, but he's just he's just playing the character that he knows how to play, and they're solid movies. So yeah, I mean, I think I liked. Greenland a little bit more than this one, so I can't give it like I said above a three. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. You know, I did. It was late when we went and seen this, so I did fall asleep a couple times, but I picked right back up and understood what was going on and enjoyed myself. So, oh yeah, so we had uh, there was one character I want to talk about. Um, I labeled him a a male Karen, but they call him Kevin's like. You know, Karen. oh, really? I've never heard that. Yeah. Is that new? So, the ver- version of a male Karen is a Kevin. Oh, wow. and so there, his name in the movie was uh Matt Sinclair. He just kind of he was like a bi, he just had a, 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 a bi attitude, you know, like oh. and he was real naggy and, and pessimistic. And yeah, he was a bit annoying. Yeah, he was annoying. And um, I just you know, and I think he got he was really scared, like. The drug lord uh, dude that was, well, he wasn't a drug lord, but um, the dude that was over the yeah, territory. The yeah. yeah. He he kind of like roughed the Karen dude up and he like shook and got scared, which was funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they kind of worked that in there, which was a little bit of, you know, current event. Um, annoying people who you just have a bad attitude and want to complain. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's it, again, thanks for for listening. And uh, we appreciate all our followers, our listeners, our podcast is growing. And we're just thankful. We're, we really enjoy doing this and we appreciate all the feedback. Yes, and we do. For sure. Thanks again for listening. And with that being said, see, see you soon. soon.